space, the final frontier. Space Station Ashland sits on the edge of Federation space with its companionship, the USS Dalamis Christian. The space around them is full of mystery and strange wonders, where secrets are kept and danger lurks around every corner. The crew of the Dalamis Christian must navigate treacherous waters as they work to protect the Federation. But as they peer into the unknown, they will discover that the line between friend and foe is not always clear. They will be tested like never before and will face challenges that will push them to their limits. Join us on this adventure as we explore the farthest reaches of space and uncover the hidden truths that lie within the shadows. Tabletop Journeys presents Star Trek Preservations. Star Trek Preservations. The episode is called The Labyrinth's Edge. And now in 2380, you have all been reassigned through various means and everything like that to the ship designation NCC-011978B. That is the USS Delamis Christian. One of the first thing that's happening after you guys arrive at the Starbase is that he has sponsored and has put together a conference specifically on subspace technology. I was helping Dr. Braga set up his sensor equipment and there was an accident. And I'm convinced he died in the accident. Gentlemen, what seems to be the problem? Braga will turn and look at you and say, Commander, we will have no issue as long as you and your people take this incident way more seriously than she is. If you don't stop making a scene, you'll tip them off. I would like to have one of the local station security make sure that they get back safely. He'll turn his nose up at both of you, and he'll turn back to Tobars. Are they behind this interrogation? If you found evidence of sabotage, there would be plenty of things to go ahead and investigate to pin the opportunity on someone. But you haven't actually found any evidence of sabotage yet, and that's the thing that kind of keeps sticking in, like, security's craw. Next day comes, everyone is a little hungover after the festivities of the night before, and the speakers begin to transport off of the off the station. Tobor, Pritchard would catch you that morning and just confirm that, as in your opinion, there's no reason why we would need to keep them on board. Is there any further any further fire to the smoke that you came to me the other day? I don't believe so. My team has been tracking down some possible alternative theories. I think my investigative security lieutenant has gotten himself comfortable with the experimental equipment be experimental. Yep. We haven't seen anything either, so I feel like you and I are in agreement on this. But again, I'm going to ask a favor, and that's that the five of you are my crew. I wanted you here, and again, because I trust you. 
would you just do me the favor of just keeping an eye as all of our distinguished guests and their entourages are leaving just to make sure that everything goes smoothly from here out. I feel like we turned the corner after the first day. I just want to go ahead and make sure that there's no back steps. Diplomatic protocol, feather smoothing initiative. Exactly. So I'll work uh, with patient personnel to get everyone's like departing itineraries. Yep. Give them the farewells and the due dignity of their station and position by being attended to by a senior Starfleet commander. Yep, exactly. I would probably just simply hand you a data pad that had the itineraries already on it because this is something that I would have already compiled. Yep. Always Sorry. a step ahead of me, commander. That's what I like. As the the dignitaries and the speakers and their entourages are leaving, obviously they're all teleporting from the station back onto their ships. How are you interacting with this process? Like, where are you putting yourself in the process? Who are you watching? All that sort of information. I'll go around the room again and get everyone what they're doing. Tobar, let's start with you. As the commanding officer, what are you doing? Yeah, so I'm mostly interacting with the dignitaries themselves as the commandant's representative, seeing them off, doing all the finalized diplomatic meet and greet, make sure everyone's off home safe. Fabulous. Yeah, that's amazing. Great. Taishi, yeah, how about you? I'm going to approach, what's his name? Jeez. The gentleman who was blown up. Or not blown up. <laughs> uh, Dr. Bragoff. Dr. Bragoff. I'm going to approach him and say, ask how he's feeling this morning. And if he would like for a medical scan one more time before he leaves. So first of all, he says that, that he's feeling fine. He doesn't seem to feel any any worse for the wear. But it's not a bad idea, I think. Let's, why don't we do that? At the point that you're asking him, and at the point that you're asking him, he is about to head to the transporter room himself. But thinks that your idea is actually a really good one. And Dr. Pyrrhix happens to be there also. And basically... While I know that the Starfleet likes to be uh, be pretty regimented in their scheduling and everything like that, um, I think that the doctor's suggestion here is an excellent one and asks if Purix would switch with him basically in order. Purix is certainly agreeable to that as she's happy to get off of the ship just as soon as possible and get home and do her research. And she agrees. And Dr. Bragoff will head off with you when you leave. We'll kind of get into the implications of that in just a moment. Ocean, how about you? So I will assume that there are multiple transporter pads being leveraged for the – or m multiple transporter rooms being used to have people disembark. Given um, So given the, the EPS – just to build on that. So given kind of some of the EPS problems that Tanari was looking into yesterday and the fact that a lot of the station, it's understaffed and being ramped up, there are two transporter rooms that are available. And okay. so they're very much moving material into one, moving people and like bags and things like that into one. And then that one will get used. So it's like a like an A and B, right? Like you know, a, is B, yeah. a is being filled and used and then B is filled and used and that kind of thing. Okay. So I will be in a, a control room. Watching the monitors. I like it. Uh, I like it. Yes. Okay. Monitoring transports. Okay. Nishar, what about you? So, first, this morning when Nishar got up, or last night before he went to bed, following his analysis of the talks that were given, and then the data of the experimental array that exploded. 
and the Minajar before arriving would have liked would like to have researched any other known instances where a spike in subspace anom- uh, where a sp- subspace anomaly spike has been that large as the one that was registered and known or noted events around it that may have impacted or caused it. There's no known reports of anything like that. Then, like a dog with a bone, because he can't let it go, he's eliminated all of his <laughs> suspects that are speaking on things that would make them obviously related to what was going on. And uh, Najar is going to try to make sure that he's there to see Captain Illerin off as the human speaking on the peaceable topic that no one would ever expect. I like it. I like it. All right. When you say see her off, do you mean like in the transporter room itself? Is that... In terms of as we're overseeing this operation and function, unless I'm redirected by my superiors, I try to always be overseeing, directing, and helping with wherever she is. Okay. And trying right. to get a, get a read on her in general. All right. At some point may initiate conversation. All right. Yeah, she's basically, for the most part, she's in in her quarters or in like the common area that was set up for the dignitaries. Again, like gathering material, saying goodbye to people that she's seen, that sort of thing. She's obviously, at one point, she'll definitely spend some time saying goodbye to, to, to Tobor, saying, hoping that they can get together again soon, that their ships are in the same quadrant, you'll have to do lunch again, or that dinner last night was lovely, and, and all that sort of thing. It was really great to go ahead and catch up and, as she puts it, to speak with somebody that was there, that kind of thing. But otherwise, she has, again, a couple of ensigns that are in tow with her, accompanying her and everything like that. They're basically just milling about waiting for their turn at the pad to go ahead and come up. Okay. As they're following her around and they're part of her entourage, then I will try to get an overall read on them as well. Okay. Sure. Enough that you want to try to roll for it? Sure. Okay. Talk Mm -hmm. to me about how you're doing that. What is it? What about your character? How are you extending yourself and what are you trying to discern? Okay. So, analyzing behavior and overall emotional state versus how they interact with each other and paying particularly particular attention when she has her conversation with Captain Slash Commander Tobor. So, if you're analyzing, that sounds to me more like reason plus what information are you trying to glean? from it what are you what are you keying in on you're really just emotional state but do you see this as more of like a medical thing or a security thing or so i'm gonna even- say it's less of a reason thing because honestly based on all of the evidence that i've had none of it points in this direction it's more of i've checked off all the boxes that logic and investigation yeah. have been able to provide me with the clues and data that i have you're going this is got, the one yeah. avenue the left so i would say it's more of an insight gut feeling cop thing trying to get a feel for them would you even say daring in this case maybe like are you being like really cavalier about it like in the face of all the evidence i still suspect that something is fishy and i'm trying to go ahead and really get in there and figure it out are you still okay i'll go with daring okay and then are you thinking again from like a security point of view or like what's your what's your motivator yeah yeah my cop gut that has me still looking into what's going on here all right, so this would be a, a one difficulty roll for uh, daring and security. 
Okay, so that is up against a 12. That is a 6 and 11. Okay. Against a 12. Cool, so then you gain your momentum back, or gain a momentum back, like in that. Okay. Yeah, as far as, um, so as far as the captain goes, you asked specifically about her interaction with Tobor. She is genuinely happy to have seen him and seems to be genuine in her expression that it was nice to reconnect with them and to see them again. So that is absolutely feeling genuine. The ensigns that are with her are, they're ready to go home. Like, they've been, if you've ever, atten- if you've ever attended a three-day work conference, right, by the end of it, like, you really just want to go home, sit on your couch, take off your boots, and not see people for six days. That's the way the ensigns are feeling. They're ready to go home and feed their fish and get some shore leave. Oh, groovy. So neither of them are edgy or acting nervous or anything like that? No. Nope. Yeah? Certainly not. Okay. Cool. Okay. Tanari, okay. what are you doing while they're all leaving? Considering he's still stung a little by the explosion, Tanari has a focus on transporters and replicators, mm-hmm. considering that there was the potential of a subspace interference with the explosion. He's looking over the transporters while people are transporting out, making certain that there are no, there is no subspace interference with it to make sure that everyone leaves safely. Okay. Basically, mother heading the transporters. Yep. So are you doing this more? So there's a, we, we determined that there's like a control room that's monitoring thing where, where ocean is, or are you more like in the transporter rooms themselves? Just for, for sake of ease, we'll say that transporter rooms A and transporter room B are like at the, on, on different doors on the same corridor. He's going between the two actual transporter rooms. He, he, okay. Yep. So that's, taking readings, looking, making sure that things are okay. Yep. Fair enough. Excellent. Okay. The first entourage to go through transporter room B is Commander Tokov and his people. He's the Romulan. They are quiet. They are businesslike. Um, they are, again, just ready to go home. Tanari, they see you on the way out. They thank you for for the professionalism that with uh, everything was handled and uh, would be happy to return for a further diplomatic and scientific research that they really they really enjoyed themselves. And they thought that, that this was a worthwhile pursuit and hope that you would pass on to your commanding officer that, that they felt as much. So then they hope that they get invited back again. And they step into the teleporter. Everything is fabulous. Teleporter works sends them to their ship, and uh, the ship spins off, cloaks, and presumably enters warp and leaves. The next one that would be leaving on Manifest would be Dr. Bragoff. So you are surprised to see Dr. Purix and her entourage moving their stuff down the hallway and moving towards the transporter room. So that would that would raise a... Not a red flag, but a yellow flag, because I'd be, lo- I'd be looking at my list, looking at who's showing up, and be like... Yep. Huh. Yep. So. Totally. It definitely seems. It definitely seems like she has skipped order. So she was actually. So we're at number two on the list. She. She was number three. So yeah, Titan, I'm just, so I'm just paying. I'm just paying more attention to this yep, because fair it's, enough. it's um, out of so, order. Taishi, you had talked to Dr. Bragoff about about the medical scan as he was leaving. Did you report that to anybody else? Uh, no. All right. So <laughs> awesome. Yep. Think about it. No. Yep. Yep. Cool. I would give. I would say Tober, Telnari, Ashen. Do either of you want to do anything about the fact that Purix seems to be? And she has that confusion of wait. I thought I was going to transporter A. Oh, that's right. Because now I'm out of order. So now I'm going to transporter B. Do you guys do anything to try to stop this or investigate it? I'm probably so tied up in the mechanics of everything that it sure. 
doesn't even register. Yep. Fair enough. Cool. So, so do we have this is Star Trek? We don't have really have secure comms, but you've got one to one communication. You could yeah. yeah. So I would actually ping the uh, the transporter room just to verify that yep. there's not that there's no problem. Sure. Yeah. You ping the transporter room. The comm is answered, and uh, Tanari, you would be able to hear this. Ensign Doc reports back, says, "Yes, sir. yes, sir." The the Doctor Purick says that that Doctor Braga had to was asked to attend to a medical screening before he left, and so they have swapped order to go ahead and make sure that we can continue running uh, most efficiently. Excellent. All right. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Anybody else want to? Anybody else? Any questions on on what's going on here? Cool. Tragically, since I'm following the human captain around, no, I didn't yep. pick up on any of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So. Right. Yeah. So I'm spending two threat. As they walk into the transporter room, they're getting up on the pad and they're moving their bags and everything like that. And the transporter starts. And as it engages, you hear the ensign basically say, what's going on? And she calls out to Tanari in the hallway, said, sir, we're losing confinement on the angular beam, sir. All right, let, I will rush in there and immediately try to take a look at what's going on and see what we can do to fix it. Yep. Yeah. So describe to me how you are doing. What is it that you're doing at the panel? Because you'll be getting a roll here. First of all, I'm going to try to reinforce confinement okay. and see if we can't pull them back. All right. So that sounds to me, again, probably like insight and science or insight and engineering, which do you think resonates? Considering that we're doing this in an emergency, could or we make daring? an argument yeah. for daring in engineering? I'm cool with daring in engineering, yeah. How about it? Okay. And I have a concentration in transporters and replicators. Yep. Okay. I'm going to spend one momentum okay. to get an extra dice. Because with the, compli- with the complication, in effect, this is a three-difficulty task. So, I'm going to see if you can... And basically, you're trying to go ahead and t- to call her back. Considering we're trying to save someone's life, I'm going to spend three momentum to get four dice. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it's looking not bad. I have a two, a nine, a 15, and a 20. Does a 20 do anything bad? <laughs> yes, it does. So let's take these in order, first of all, because the difficulty was, what, 14? My difficulty is 15. 15, okay. So, so I have, the two, yep, I have so the two three successes. You have more than that. You have four, because you, you have an extended critical. So you have four successes. Right, two, nine, and fifteen. Two. Right, two, nine, and fifteen. Excuse me, I have four successes, yes. Yep. And if it is on the twenty, there's an additional complication gained. Yes. Okay. Or you can bank an additional two threat to spend as a complication later. Oh, I've got plenty of threat. Let's have fun let's go. <laughs> have the complication well, you are able to you're able to stabilize the beam you have enough successes to go ahead and do that we're um, winding up with the two vix aren't we what's that with the complication we're winding up with the two vix aren't we exactly you've got the two you have the two people in the entourage but the beam for the doctor has not stabilized you're having difficulty stabilizing it however the beam has not been lost yet so i so if i will because you succeeded and you because you succeeded in gaining momentum and so you succeeded all is not lost but the two members of the entourage have been brought back Okay, so do we need to roll again for the for the doctor? See what else? Yeah, see, give me, and maybe Ocean, I know you're monitoring also. Let's come up 
we need another solution. The first solution failed. Okay. And um, with the complication, this one will be one more difficult than otherwise normal. Yep. So this is a five difficulty? It was already four, so now it's five. All right. Can we get... First of all, can we get the Ensign to help <clears throat> to get him to roll? Certainly, yeah. The Ensign is basically... He is trained as a, a transporter operator. Certainly, he could. Yep. Then in this case... Let's see if we can't tie this in. We're in transporter room B. Let's see if we can't tie it in together with transporter room A and use it to reinforce the B. I like it. All right, Ocean, what are your thoughts here? I am going to try to check the systems to make sure that no one is, that there isn't an active attempt to compromise the signals. I like it. Working behind, basically just because this was targeted. Yep. So... I like it. So for you, I'm going to... Let's give you the assist. Control and security? Yep. That would be fine. Yep. Okay. okay. And Dave, let's see. So you're asking for the ensign for help. Let's see. Joe, as commanding officer, I'm going to ask you to roll for the ensign. We're going to give... We're going to give ensign Doc. We're going to give him... Let's see. Try to do... Let's see. I like daring and science from last time. So that would give him a success number of 13. Okay. So okay. now, assist only a role and only apply if the main actor gets at least one success. So the main actor rolls yep. first, and then the ship and additional assists come in afterwards. Okay. Now I'm going to go ahead and spend one momentum to get a third dice. Okay. All right. So we're looking for five successes. All right. So start with your three. 15, 8, and 10. So three successes. Okay. I like it. Okay. So let's roll our assisting now. Nine for the ensign. Okay, excellent. Fourteen, which is a success for me. Oof, okay, there you go. So there's your five successes. Okay, so you are nicely done. So you are able to bridge the two transporters together to go ahead and stabilize the beam. Dr. Purix winds up on the transporter pad in transporter room A, really confused about why she's still on the station and by herself and not with her entourage. So... I will slap my badge and station security red alert. The station goes to red alert. I will send extra security to the to the med bay. Yep. And I want to okay. do a diagnostic. Uh, okay, excellent. So let's let's see here. Security's on its way to the med bay. They will report when they get their ocean. What do you feel about doing the the diagnostic? How much pressure are you under to go ahead and get it done? That kind of thing. I think the diagnostic is probably a little more calmer than trying to yep. rescue the doctor. So I'm thinking it's probably reason engineering. Yep. I'm fine with that. That drops it to a 14. And I'm yep. not, this isn't as critical, so I'm not going to spend any momentum on this. Yep. My transportation and replicators focus still kicks in, I do believe. Okay. An eight and a 16, so that's only one success. One success, and the goal is two. Okay. Yep, so sorry, I, I don't think I actually said that out loud, but I think everybody else saw me put up my two, did everyone see, see me put yeah. my two fingers up? Okay, yeah. All right, just want to make sure, because I, I thought that I did it, but I hadn't actually said that. Okay. Um, so the diagnostic is inconclusive. It is, yeah, diagnostic's in, oh, diagnostic is still in process. It's a little, it may be a little late to call this, but can I get the ensign to help out with the diagnostic? Sure, why not? Who rolled for the ensign last time? Did Joe roll the, uh, the ensign's roll again? Target 13. Yep. 15. Nope. Nope. So it's inconc- nope. still inconclusive. Yeah. It- no, so the, it fails. Yeah, it is. There's. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's inconclusive. The uh, you suspect that perhaps the ensign doesn't know what he's doing. He's probably never run a diagnostic before, but just kind of like getting caught up in the minute, like trying to help. If joining the Tabletop Journeys actual play games sounds like the kind of fun you're looking for, be sure to check out patreon.com slash ttjourneys, where patrons of the Tabletop Journeys podcast not only get early access to all of our episodes, but they get the opportunity to play in our monthly actual play games, where the dice are wild and we make every roll legendary. Lieutenant Taishi in a much calmer. We have a like little soft jazz girl from Ipanema playing over the sound system. During while all that was happening, Dr. Braga reported to the medical bay and he underwent a scan. Talk to me again about what sort of information you want to get from this scan and how you want to do it. Because I spent a little bit of time looking up his particular races, biology, etc. biology. I'm looking for anything in particular about his personal biology, his personal physiology, anything that might have happened to him because of the subspace radiation, etc. Sure. from the explosion, taking obviously copious notes. Yep. Scanning. Okay. Taking lots of information, not necessarily even analyzing the information at this point, just recording as much as I can because I know he's got to leave. Sure. So just yep. that sort of thing, being very careful, concentrating on what I know about his race's particular yep. whatever. Cool. All right. This sounds to me like reason in medicine, so I'd like you to roll. This will be, again, it's just a it's just a medical scan. You're familiar with his physiology. You've looked at his results, so you'd only need one success. Okay. Uh, that was a success. Okay. Two successes, actually. Two successes. All right. So we'll gain a momentum. Okay. All right, so the uh, the scan shows no long-lasting effects, no kind of residual anything in his system. He's showing maybe a little fatigue, but again, he's been at a conference for three days, so that's to be expected. Otherwise, it seems that uh, that he is in good shape. So. Okay. Basically, I'm just collecting as much data as I can at this point. Analysis will come later. Yep, sure. All right, so I am spending two threat and to basically create a complication in the scene. Once the scan is done, Dr. Braga thanks you very much for being attentive and walks out of the med bay. About two seconds after the med bay red alarm, the red alert begins to sound and a security team arrives at the door. Adam, I will let you play the security team since you called them for now as they just stormed into sick bay on Lieutenant Taishi. Okay, so when they arrive, they would probably realize that the Tellarite is not there. Look to the doctor to ask, where's the doctor? Where, yeah, where's Dr. Braggus? He left, I'm assuming, to go transport out. Okay, we've been... So they, they will notify Ocean, and Ocean will tell them to catch up with him and advise him that there's been a development that they need to keep with him. Braggoff is beside himself that there is yes. a development. Yes. Where exactly would you like me to go? 
enough of this. Let's a transporter. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's bring him back to his quarters. They're probably the most comfortable place. Okay. So, fair enough. As you, uh, the security team will report that they have put him into his quarters, that there were two other Tellarites, and you remember that he had an entourage of three. Yep. Two other Tellarites were in his quarter, basically wondering where he was because they thought he was late, and now they don't know what's going on because there's a red alert and everything like that. And then probably a minute later, the sec- I'm assuming the security detail will stay posted on the outside, kind of like two on the yes. outside, two on the inside sort of thing. The two security guards on the outside will report that a third teller has has arrived. Basically, like after all this is going on, like so he's arrived to be like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Where is, where's Dr. Bragoff? Why is he being contained in his room? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They'll communicate this to Ocean, uh, mm-hmm. Ocean and I'm actually going to come there and they can let him let them know that I'm on my way. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. And I, I will yeah. at that point notify Commander Tobar that I have moved Dr. Bragas and his entourage back to their quarters until we can figure out what happened. Because he was clearly if this was a targeted attack, he was clearly the target. So Najar, when the ship when the station goes to red alert, Rochefort very much is like, what's going on? Why did the station just go to red alert? So far I have as much information as you do. And I tap my communicator to speak to the captain and ask what our status is and where I should report. Tobar here. Yes, Lieutenant, please meet Commander Ocean on deck I or wherever the Tellarite quarters are. At once, sir. Is there anything in particular I should relate to Captain Arillan in terms of where she and her detachment should remain? Or are they still leaving on schedule? And no one's leaving the station. Yeah, actually, Arillan, I click, click, like, loop her in. Yep. Is the Michael Cotlin in orbit or in the, at the station here? It's on its way. It'll be here shortly. Why? What's up? So I fill her in on the transporter accident that was supposed to oh. occur when the doctor, when the other doctor was supposed to leave. I know a lunar class, lunar class vessels tend to have extraordinarily high resolution advanced sensor systems. So if you could contact the Michael and have them get here on the double. I'd love to have a secondary set of sensors to scan for subspace anomalies. Certainly. And she'll go over to a communications panel and send an encoded message that the Michael Collins is to report to the station at the highest possible warp. So, Ocean, I'm assuming that at this point you are monitoring all sorts of security stuff right now. I'm I'm telling you. Oh, you're on your way. That's right. I'm on my way. I tell them to keep me... Yeah. Tell them to keep me posted. Yeah, they would let you know that a subspace communication just went out, paging the Michael Collins to report as much as quickly as possible. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So you arrive at Dr. Bragoff's quarters. There's a Tellarite out in the hallway who is, again, getting a little irritated that he can't get in, and your security guards are doing the best that they can to go ahead and keep him from rampaging through the door. All right. He's one of the Tellarites that was with the entourage? Correct. Yep. Is this the scene, the same scene that I was sent to by the captain to find Ocean, correct? I may not be yes. there yet. I'm just asking. Okay. So let me yeah. know when I arrive, please. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, shortly after I Ocean will, gets there. Yeah. We, I will, we'll say both of you can be there at the same time. Yeah. I will, I will nod to them. 
go ahead and let him in. Yep. Najar, you'll get there right around the same time, so you can get into the room also. Uh, I expect there will be a barrage from the Tellerites of shouting at me and trying to figure out what's going on. And when I can get a word in edgewise... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. I will... I will... You know, I'll put my hand, hand out. There was a transporter incident... And given your previous concerns, I thought it best to make sure that you were secured, <laughs> as it is most likely coincidence, given that this is a brand new station and not everything has gone through its full paces, but I'm sure you'll appreciate us being safer than sorry. So. Yeah, one of the Tellarites will start going off about what sort of honky-tonk, rinky-dink Starfleet operation are you running here when even honorable, peace-loving scientists can't even so much as teleport from the station to their vessels? How lax is the security? Up and down. I will, up and I down. will flatly yeah. ignore them. Yeah. Uh, and again, yeah. when the, the pause comes in, I will Even ask, Bragoff would be like, whoa, let's yeah, back off a little bit. Yeah, here. I will ask Dr. Bragoff, you had a medical scan. That was your decision or the doctor's? No, the doctor asked me to go. Excellent. Okay. That removes certain concerns. But we are still looking into what happened. We will keep you apprised as appropriate. These gentlemen are here for your protection. If you do need to go anywhere else on the station, please take at least one of them with you. I think we should be able to get to our ship and get out of here, since clearly somebody is after us. As soon as I confirm that those transporters are fine, you will likely be able to get on your way. And Dr. Bragoff again, he like seems to go to his inner place of calm. It's like, <sighs> I appreciate I that, Mr. Ocean. With all due deference and alacrity, if you would please let us get off this infernal rock. <laughs> I appreciate you need to do what you need to do. As you say. Well, you Commander, if I may. Yes. Najar turns towards Dr. Bragoff and says, Just out of curiosity, Doctor, this isn't the first time the Dr. Taishi Taishi asked you to come in for a medical scan, but you refused on all others, insisting that you were fine and that your physiology could handle it. What made you change your mind today? I don't know. Just seemed like a good idea. It's been... It'd been a long conference. The medical facilities here are significantly better than mine on my ship. But, yes, but just two days ago, you were talking about how inept... Federation doctors were oh. when it came to dealing with your particular anatomy. It just seems, two days at the ago, timing just seems coincidental, shall we say, you, but I was just curious. Are you implying something? I'm not at all. I was just wondering what caused you to change your mind. It was two very fortuitous ago, for you. Two days ago, I was in a far different mental state. Years of research had been lost in, a, in an electrical explosion caused by your space station, and I was a little angry. I had not much faith. Since then, particularly inspired by the good captain's presentation yesterday at the at the conference, I figured, 
you know what? A scan. What's the worst thing that can happen? This game gives me bad results and I take them back home and have them reinvestigated by another doctor who understands my physiology better? Nothing to lose and perhaps gives you some information so that next time there are Tellarites on board, you're better equipped. Now that he's continued on about it for a hot minute, hmm. general read on how well his energy and emotions match his response. Yeah. And so, you make me roll I would like to leverage my talent of of interrogation because there are questions involved with this one trying to gather information I like it so then this would we've normally said that you reading folks is a one point difficulty that's what we've done so far yes yep and you've been reading them fairly successfully you haven't had any you haven't had any particular issues I've had exceptional roles in fact cool okay so this will be this will be a two difficulty task then a two difficulty task and would you like insight oh, to right. represent the empathy part of it and security to represent the cop or medicine to represent yep. criminal psychologists? I like insight and security. Yep. Okay. So that will be against a 14. It is a two. How much momentum do we have? A two. I will spend one of them for an extra die. And I forgot to roll the extra die. I've got a 10 <laughs> and a 17, which is one success and one failure. Let's see it what is. the next one is. And a thirteen, so that gets Oof. that gets the right. two successes. Yeah, and you succeed, so you you regain the momentum because you're your talent. So there you go. But that momentum that I regain from the talent automatically goes into more to the more information. Oh yeah, fair enough. Yep. Okay. Oh. And the two questions are basically that you asked for. Basically, is his emotional state and what he's saying in line? Yep. You have read him numerous times, and every single time they have been in lockstep. They are no longer in lockstep something is he's being he is being what's the word i'm looking for he's hiding something evasive yes, as he's hiding he's something evasive. in terms of potential more information do his eyes dart in any particular di- directions more than once that indicates what he may be nervous about is there anything that gives any direction or yeah so you are reading kind of surface emotions and now trying to put together like body body motion or body mechanics i'm combining criminal psychology and empathy yeah yep yeah exactly i love it i love it he when as he's talking his eyes get scowlier and scowlier as if the reason why he is being evasive is anger and frustration not about the situation that he's in. It's very subtle. Had you not been had you not been reading his mind, you probably wouldn't have picked up on it, but that's the result that you're getting. Cool. I'll come walking into the control room where Tenari is. Yep. Yeah, I'm in transporter room B. Yep. Which I think is where I was because I was you know on the watching her on the pad. Yeah. get transported off to A. Yeah. So I come back around the corner, whatever. Yeah, the ensign and I probably have the part of the transporter taken apart by now, yeah. looking through it. Yeah, and the ensign's like, I, I don't know what you want me to do with this thing. I, I don't, where do I- I take I, it out of his hand, and I start going in, and I'm like, all right, so the theme of this conference has been subspace anomalies, so let's start there. Yep. Let's science the crap out of this. I love it. I love it. So, I will assist you on a on another roll yep. with my okay. advisor talent. I like it. I like it. What did you roll on this one before, Dave? It was what insight and engineering or reason engineering? Reason engineering. 
Yeah, and still trying to go down the same route, trying to go ahead and finish up this this diagnostic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say is your approach to assisting this? I would say definitely your command discipline is certainly in place, but are you trying to be like cavalier about it? Are you trying to just be in control of the situation? Are you are you trying to be like like insightful? Like you said science the crap out of it. So that's making me think yeah. insight, but I'm yeah, for a reason. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking for the in I'm looking for the connections or the subspace anomaly or the yep. weaponized subspace anomaly that we've sure. been rabbiting yep. down the totally. hole. I love it. I love it. So how about reasoning command? Does that seem to, you're trying to, if you're scienceing the crap out of it, or insight command, do you think? Insight command would yep. be where I go That's, for it. Right, no, yes, sir. I'm going to go ahead and spend one threat to get an extra dice. I like it. So that my bold engineering kicks in. Okay. So I have a target of 14. Yep. Okay. And you're rolling what, two die? Uh, three die, rather? Yes. Okay. 15, um, 10, and a 1. So that's three successes. And the 1 is a critical, so that's four successes. No. The, I have a 14 is my target number because I'm using reason engineering. Oh, the fifth, yeah, so the 15 is a failure. Okay. However, yeah. thanks to my bold engineering, because I spent a threat, I get to re-roll the 15. I like it. And that's another 15. So three successes. <laughs> yep. All right. But I roll a 7, so I succeed on my yep. insight command of 15. Yep, so, so my re-roll, my yeah. second re-roll kicks in, and I'm going to have you re-roll that 15 again. I got a five. Okay, there we go. So that's four successes, and it was what, a, that, the diagnostic was a two, was it two? If I remember correctly? Yep, okay. I like it. Alrighty, so you gain two momentum. Yeah, so the, uh, you able to piece together the diagnostic now with Tobor right before the confinement beam began corrupting there was a strange energy signal characterized by a sudden fluctuation in subspace son of a bitch he's right I owe you an apology lieutenant okay we've got a saboteur on board and five suspects no we have a station full of suspects Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Including the Romulans that just left. Yeah. We're going to be really suspect. I will tap my comm badge. It's Commander Ocean. Yes. We've just confirmed the transporter accident was caused by a subspace anomaly. And I'm standing in front of yeah. Dr. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, were we though? What? That's why I put my hand up because I thought we were exiting the room as I yeah, threw out we my were. question, that's, and I was envisioning true. this was catching us in the hallway, which is my, yeah. why my yeah. hand was up. Oh, I because yeah, before yeah, you yeah. answered him, there's something I wanted to have said to you. Yeah, yeah. there's there's also the fact that I probably wouldn't have taken the call in front of them. <laughs> I would have said, <laughs> "Sorry, this one, is private." One moment. One moment. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yes. So if we're going within the hallway after, as we mm -hmm. left the room, as soon as we were out of earshot, Najar would have told you what he read, that he asked the question deliberately to get him to expound, and that he is lying this time, something's very off, and he's really angry and frustrated about something. And I give you my theory, my sudden theory of, and the only thing I can think of that he would be so frustrated with in this scenario is that Dr. Purix survived. Not necessarily. What if he, he was sabotaged his own equipment? But if he sabotaged his own equipment, arranged the scene 
to allay suspicion against Dr. Purex, and then was trying to have them killed in a transporter accident to let the whole thing just be swept under the rug. The challenge with that is is that he would have had to have... I had considered the doctor's request as a potential alibi for this, but I like where you're going with this. It's the most plausible solution. And it explains all of his behavior from his overdramatic scene that he created, his rapid behavior change when he walked into, as soon as he walked into the room with Captain Tobor, his entire demeanor changed and his anger evaporated. It very much seemed staged and faked. So he, I look at you appraisingly for a moment. There would be the question of how he would have triggered the anomaly. It isn't something that could have been staged because there was what should have been an unexpected change in the scheduling. He set it up so that if this is the case, he set it up so that he looks like the target of multiple sabotages using a device or weapon that leaves no trace evidence for us to track. That's been my frustration since I since this happened. I know something's going on, but there's no evidence for me to follow. I'm going to turn and go back to the quarters. I'm not going to go in, but I am going to speak with the two security guards that were there. What is the order that they returned in? Because th- there was one of them that seemed confused as to where he was one of his one of his on at least one of his entourage was not aware that he went to sickbay so i want to get a timeline of when the others returned to the to the quarters sure when when we got here two of them were already here and Dr. Bragoff, we'd found him in the in the hallways, presumably on his way back here, and then brought him back to his quarters so we could finish to bring him here. And then it was a couple minutes later that the fourth one arrived. He showed up, and he didn't know what was going on, so that's something that we need to keep in mind, that he didn't tell his entire entourage that he was being delayed. Just odd. Yeah, he seemed to... Yeah, there seemed to be confusion. Yep. Okay. This is the member of the entourage that arrived back last. Yes. Yep. Is he pretending that he doesn't know what's going on or why it's happening? Is there any way to track where that fourth one went or came from? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that there's like bioscanning, so like they know where you can. It might take some time to go ahead and like recreate this because they're not like Starfleet, so they don't have like pips, so you don't know like exactly who they are. But you can probably backtrack. Okay, he was here at 1300 hours, and he came from this direction, so we can see this on the security log. And okay, you can, back, you can backtrack him. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to ask the folks who are still watching the monitors to create a timeline of where all four of them were at for the duration for the past two hours. Sure, that's gonna that's gonna take some time, sir. Understood. We'll get right on it. Okay. All right. So you call and you let us know that. The what do we know so far? We're actually we're on our way. So we'll regroup. I don't want to do this over comms. 
So you, where do you gather? And then do you contact Dr. Taishi to let her know also to go ahead and appear wherever you're going? All right. So I think at this point we'll probably reconvene in essentially station security. Next time on Star Trek Preservations. You get two notices from the security team that's in the control room. The first is that they're working to go ahead and put together the movements of the Tellarites. As they said, it's very difficult, but that they, they're still working on that. But the other thing is that it was sent to an unknown destination, but there was a secured communication sent from the station about... 30 minutes before Purix went to the transporter, or got to the transporter. So now that you have asked that question, I'm going to spend a threat to create an environmental issue, and that information won't be available. Logs are corrupted. Damn it! There are marks basically on the sensor array that are produced by by a tool common in subspace mechanics called a subspace inversion matrix.